Project, the podcast about all of the things that we find cool and interesting as nerds of color. I'm your host, Maria, and I am joined by my co-host, Eric. I'm here. You might want to move a little closer to your mic, but okay. Yes. Okay. And now after a rude-ass Eric, the lovely Manira. Hi, guys. And Courtney. Hi. And Courtney is also lovely, guys. I always say the lovely Manera because it flows like an old wrestling like side <laughs> chick, but the lovely Courtney doesn't flow the same way. I gotta I gotta find something for Courtney. You could do bubbly. She's bubbly. She is bubbly. Huh, we'll figure it out. All right, guys. Well, today we are not talking about Courtney's wrestling uh diva nickname. But instead, we will be discussing how long is too long for a show to stay on the air? Because sometimes that should be getting stale as hell. Uh, Before we do that, though, it is time for Eric to stop harassing me and give us some news. (laughs) Time for Eric to do the news. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Manera is auditioning her skills for her future career in ASMR. So, anywho, (laughs) Eric. Apparently, everyone just gives no fucks about audio fidelity (laughs) or the person who edits all of these. Give me the link to your stupid mic. Give me the link to your stupid mic. You don't need the microphone that I'm using. You You want me to have it so bad. I just want you to put your microphone on the table and not hold it like you're a battle rapper. I love this one, though. Just give me. I like when she pretends to be rabbit, though. (laughs) I do kind of like that. No one wants to be B Rabbit, not even Eminem. <laughs> anyway, shut up. Uh, no, you shut up. <laughs> all, all three of you, all, all four of you, you, Maria, Manira, and the Holy Ghost. All of you, shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, um, we mentioned it a few weeks ago that apparently everyone's favorite uh, symbiote actor, Tom Hardy who's you know, down with the Venom Venom, uh, has been entering uh, tournaments in the UK for martial arts. Uh, and apparently over the weekend, he secretly entered another one to which he got the gold. Yay! In I'm a sorry, Brazilian that is Jiu-Jitsu wild Open Championship. Well done, People Thomas. are very surprised. Um, people, some people are surprised. But I was like, also, y- y'all... Do you know he was in this movie Warrior, where he plays a mixed martial arts fighter and did a lot of his own work? No, I think I didn't. that's the I didn't thing. know I think until they... you told me they were going to make a really TV good movie. show. I yep. think Sounds that they just—I think that people don't think that he actually did the um, actually stunt work went through the stunt work or um, the what is it? The work it needs to do to be a MMA the fighter, but yeah. yeah, but he he's a method actor. So if he gets a role, he's going to do all of the things that you would do for that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he got the gold, and uh, people were surprised. Apparently, he is uh, also in the middle of training to get back into, you know, not get in back into shape because it's all CG, but he is currently training and uh, working on uh, going into pre-production for Venom 3. Right up I'm down. not going to lie, though. Those pictures, he looks old as shit right now. He is oh, old, baby. That's about... He's old. He's, he's an he's older Is he in his 40s? He yes. is, but also he is a white man, and yeah. we know how they age. Like bananas, oh, baby. I guess you're right. Yeah. 
anywhere. It just made me sad because he's hot. <laughs> but anyway, he's really hot. Eric. Um, I have some a um, little bit of casting news. We all know that we are getting a um, a feature film adaptation of Wicked, the musical from John M. Chu. Woo! Also... Sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Volume uh, we... one. <laughs> We do know that previously uh, Ariana Grande and Cynthia Ervo have been cast in the movie, but now Woo! I thought it was yeah. Erivo. Was her name? I thought it was Ervo. It... So well, I've heard people Arivo. pronounce it both ways, so I don't know which is the I've right never, way. So I, I don't think you do heard both. Her say it, yeah, and go boop boop, and hopefully one will be right. Okay, there you go. Um, boop, boop. I. I was going to mention that um, we also have just the news that we are also getting Bridgerton star Jonathan Bailey, who plays Anthony, is also joining the cast. Woo! And the picture they picked for that article, he looks really good. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, without those sideburns, it really makes a massive difference. Viscount Bridgerton. In the face, for sure. (laughs) La facha. Yes, he doesn't look as old or as 1800-y. Side note, I've never seen chewing gum, so imagine my surprise when I finally see this clip of the show where (laughs) he plays the guy that she's sleeping with, and then uh, the wife walks in. Hilarious. And I was like, you know what? I should go back and watch this. I had completely forgot that that, that he was in chewing gum. It's been so long. Dropped out my phone. Dropped out my phone. Dropped out my phone. (laughs) Why are you still calling? It's called a dropped out. (laughs) Drop out. Drop Walk away. Walk away. So good. Uh, moving on, we got the news that we are getting a TV show version of Scanners, the David Cronenberg film, uh, coming to us from Black Mirror writer uh, slash Lovecraft Country director William Bridges, who will serve as the showrunner for the show that's in development uh, at HBO. What's Scanners? I don't know what Scanners that is. Scanners is of. a Cronenberg movie. Um, have you ever seen the the gif of like somebody? I believe it's uh, Michael Ironside is the main star, but it's basically people with superpowers that can make your heads explode. Mm-hmm. In very very terrible practical effects. But why are we not working on Black classic. Mirror? What I have been asking for for like six they're, they're years. They're in production on a new like, season. Are they? Feels yeah. like I've just been asking into the fucking void because I got three episodes and they said be gone. <laughs> it it takes a while. But uh, Bridges, who uh, who is the writer slash director, also won an Emmy recently for um, co-writing the USS Callister episode. Mm. Yep. That was a good one. And uh, Jan Damage, who will be one of the directors, also uh, di- was uh, directed the pilot for Lovecraft Country. Mm. So okay, is that the one where they're in space, but it's a video game? Yes, the USS Callister episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That had me fucked up. Okay. Yeah. It was good. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I'm. I'm kind of excited about this. Cron- David Cronenberg himself will be a producer, so I'm interested. Uh, it's a very weird movie. I mean, as are most Cronenberg movies, but yeah, um, I'm looking forward to seeing people's heads explode. And where is it this coming to, to again? Uh, HBO. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, because so you it. can't put this on like NBC. They're not gonna like. Let it get gory. Mm, well, yeah, they, there's do... only so much you can do with like network TV. I think it depends on what time of day you put it on. Because I mean, That's well, true. maybe not NBC, but uh, networks like FX or uh, yeah, you know, all those they'll allow it. 
anyway, moving on, we got the news that we will no longer be getting um, a Shining film, another spinoff, um, uh, according to director Mike Flanagan, who directed Dr. Sleep. Um, he says that the sequel to The Shining is officially dead, um, thanks to the poor box office performance of Dr. Sleep from 2019. That makes me so sad because I love Dr. Sleep. Yeah, it was a, I love the you know, kind of underrated. I, I enjoyed it, um, especially going in completely blank because I, I remember The Shining, but I'm not a gigantic Shining fan. So I, and I thought Ewan McGregor did a great job. But mm-hmm. he was very good as a older Danny. Yeah. Um, yeah. He mentions that they were close and that, uh, you know, he'll regret that, that it didn't happen. But uh, yeah, it's all because of the unfortunate bad performance of Dr. Sleep, which also got kind of cut up in the editing bay because the movie was supposed to be longer than it was. Mm-hmm. So maybe if they'd left it alone, it would have done better. But what do yeah. I, I mean, I liked what I saw. <laughs> Well, I mean, if it, it, it that goes along with the history of The Shining, it is, uh, yeah. you know, a film that Stephen King hated. Apparently, he's now come around on it, but you know, he still kind of hates it. He just hates it less. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, happy birthday, it is Stephen King's birthday today. I believe he is like seventy-one or seventy-two. He's 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 up there. Oh, I should watch Christine. Happy birthday, King. It's you're, uh, you're one of the reasons I love reading. Do yourself a favor and watch Maximum Overdrive. Mm-hmm. It's Stephen King's movie that he wrote and directed himself, um, co-written by Cocaine. <laughs> it really was. And it's one of the, it's also got Emilio Est- Emilio Estevez. Emilio. But nobody. Christine <sighs> is right there. <laughs> I'm gonna go I mean, watch Christine. For that, Needful Things is right there. Yeah, Needful so, Things is amazing. I need to check on the the progress of that because I know they're making that into a TV show, TV show as well. Oh, it'll be so. It'll be I have nothing to show, contribute to this portion of the news. <laughs> not a, not a Stephen have, King fan. Absolutely not. Couldn't even couldn't tell you. Carrie is is that? Okay, that's a Stephen King. That's one. about have the only one I've the, ever seen. Have you ever seen the Green Mile? Nope. nope. With, with Michael Clark Duncan. No. Yeah. Sorry. That got my black. I was like, that's my one of his movies that is. Up. That's a yes. You should be ashamed of yourself. But know, that's one of his that is not a not a scary movie. Yeah, no, yeah. Never that seen the Hearts of Atlantis is not scary either. Yep. Oh, mm. The Mist is really good. If you want a good one, you know they no, they put out another version sad. of The Mist in black and white. It's I really do not good. know that. Yeah, the of black the and mist? white version is. Yeah, the black and white version mm-hmm. is really good. Um, oh, it, it, it one it it ups the tone of the movie, but also it hides some of the more janky CGI. I love when you mm. say janky. Yeah, <laughs> I can uh, see that. Moving along to a bit more serious news, um, we did get the news this week that uh, Adnan Saeed, who, if you've ever listened to the podcast Serial, um, mm-hmm. he was accused of murdering his girlfriend, who has been in jail for twenty three years. Um, since I believe uh, 1999 or 2000, but he is um, ever since the podcast came out investigating his case and poking holes in a lot of the investigation work behind it, not behind the podcast, but behind um, the Baltimore police department's handling of his case and mishandling and evidence going missing and things like that. Um, 
it helped to get him uh, an appeal, and now he is uh, he's currently overturned. The case has been overturned, but he's not he's not been been completely absolved of the crime. Like he'll get a new trial finally, but for now he is free for the moment. Good for um, him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he has been in jail for a very long time. Um, also, we have Serial to thank for kind of popularizing podcast as it is nowadays. For sure. Um, specifically, the the true crime true podcast, crime. which wasn't really a thing at that point. So, it was my first one. It's like my only. It's, one. it's a lot of people's first mm-hmm. podcasts, and it it went on to inspire things like Only Murders in the Building. Yep, the best one. Yeah, the best. So that's good news if you are a fan of restorative justice. And you should be. Which we we all should be. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's one guy out there who's like, no, fuck that. He went to jail. He should stay in jail. I don't care if you're in jail for 30 years for an ounce of weed. You should be in jail. I hope that people. guy is not listening right to Right into podcast. the email. Right into the email. <laughs> right. Yeah. Since you know everything. Don't write in. I don't want to talk to him. Don't. Mm-mm. Please yeah. don't. And anyway, a, a bit of, uh, I guess, this is kind of fun news if you're a fan of uh, uh football or soccer uh, as we call it in America because we're uncultured and we have another sport called football that is not at all what the name suggests. Um, If you are also a fan of the Apple TV series Ted Lasso, um, they have added AFC Richmond, which is a fictional team made up for the show, um, and several of the playable roster, including Sam and Jamie Tart and Roy Kent um, and Danny Rojas. You can play as these characters now on FIFA 23. Um, oh, and they've that's, already that's they've digitized Ted Lasso and that's all of the, the coaching staff and whatnot. So they will be a downloadable uh, a downloadable set to FIFA 23 available on September 30th. I want to be um, Roy Kent. He's here. He's there. You can play as Roy Kent. Yeah. yeah. You can play as, as Danny Rojas, you know, because football is life. Football is life. Yeah. So AFC Richmond, uh, the Greyhounds are are going to be a playable team in uh, FIFA 23. That's fun. When is that That's coming really back? Cool. Um, they are filming, so I'm assuming we'll get that probably at the beginning of the year. That sounds about right. Yeah, figured I'd, I'd save the uh, feel good news for everyone. I, I, we didn't have to peek down the alley where uh, oh, Courtney lives. God. We yeah. could. I have plenty for you to talk about, but you didn't give another piece of important news today. What's Ooh. that? It's Earth, Wind, and Fire Day. It is. It is the 21st of September, but when people listen to this, it'll be the 22nd. Mm. So, Well, it's Earth, Wind, and Fire Day for us, so happy Earth, Wind, and Fire Day. So Do if you, you like, remember? The yeah. 21st night of September? <laughs> it shows up every year. I do. <laughs> like clockwork. And that's Maria, all get in on this, right? <laughs> boo. No. Boo. And what I have fun. Have fun with no. us. Oh, boo you. Yeah. Boo you whore. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Such <laughs> oh, judgment. I was going to say there is a, a not, this isn't gossip, but it did Ooh. actually happen. Apparently, yeah. um, <laughs> Rockstar Games was uh, the victim of a hack. Oh, I heard about this. Released, yeah. Someone, <laughs> uh, a hacker got in and released a bunch of leaked videos and screenshots and things of the highly anticipated uh, Grand Theft Auto 3. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Grand Theft Auto 6. Um, and the internet is kind of losing their mind because um, the screenshots and video are not, they're not super high quality to which um, Rockstar has come out and said, you know, hey, 
this the game is still in like pre-alpha we are nowhere near done you know get your panties out of a bunch calm your shit it's still we've even Mm -hmm. told you guys it's still going to be a while before this game comes out um but yeah there was that leak so that is unfortunate but also it was a leak like why do you expect it to be the best quality it's a leak yeah it, it basically they they somebody needs to to get on their security person's ass and they need to tighten up their fucking network infrastructure because it was a hack into their system and they lost a whole bunch of shit so yeah. they, they um, hire him yeah but at, at the same time people the, the main thing that people are upset about is that grand theft auto 5 has been out for it came out in 2013 right so it has been across three platforms at this point now and people are you know they keep updating the game and that's great but people have been clamoring for grand theft auto 6 for a very long time and now that they have something of an inkling of what the game is is like now they're immediately ready to shit on it so i mean it's ups and downs it has been 10 years like you don't think like hey maybe it's time for a game no. Well, a game like that takes like hundreds of I've people. never played, so literally I have like I'm just, you know, asking questions to ask questions. Yeah, it it's just it's a very large effort and to you they could have come out with Grand Theft Auto six years ago, but it would mm-hmm. have just been like Grand Theft Auto five with another coat of paint on top. So um Rockstar typically doesn't do that. That's why their games are so popular. Like when they come out they they win awards and they you know they enter the cultural zeitgeist and people enjoy them and it's it's an event so don't rush people you know what i mean that's that's basically the 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 lesson to be learned here don't rush I mean, the or maybe or maybe gta's time has passed right like we're waiting in anticipation for this game and what if it comes out and just the cultural relevance and how we are today versus 10 years ago we're very different society at this point like what if folks just aren't down for gta anymore people will always be ever since gta came out and told them because again the history of of grand theft auto if you go from gta 1 and 2 and the spin-off gta 1969 that takes place in london they were top-down games they are nothing like what you'd think of gta nowadays yeah Yeah. you could still run around and be an asshole and shoot people and get chased by the cops but like it was like it was literally a different version it was if you could only see it from the top down and when gta 3 came out it kind of revolutionized things when it came to open world gameplay so every time they've come out they've come out with something new that kind of changes the game so that's why people are are so excited but also kind of annoyed because it's taken this long and again progress takes time Hmm. so all right is so you guys got any more news or we're not going down scumbag alley has that been confirmed we can move on no i mean there's some adam levine stuff that i'm sure courtney would love to talk about but you know uh be nicer to your mistresses that's basically the moral of the story there also be nice to your motherfucking wife (laughs) that too pick one maybe don't cheat yeah that's that's the real lesson don't cheat Don't ask your mistress mistress if you can use their name for the child that your wife is now having. Is carrying. Maybe don't also wait, have wait, a mistress wait, that's wait, like wait, 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 TikTokable, what? a Gen Zer. Here, here you go. I'll, I'll give you five minutes to explain <laughs> this to Maria and why it's fucked up. Go. Okay. Okay. So a girl made a TikTok and she was like, I'm Levine. I've been like seeing him, sleeping with him, whatever. Adam Levine, singer of Maroon 5, Maroon if 5. you didn't know. Also guest uh, host on The, the, the Voice, Voice, is it? Yes. Yeah. 
former she coach. Guest host he hasn't been on there in a minute. Yeah. Um, she basically shows so she shows her DMs on Instagram, and there's a shot where he's like, "If the baby is a boy, like we're pregnant again. If the baby's a boy, I I want to name him Sumner. That's her name." Um, weird as fuck. And then there's like another like shot in her in his D in her DMs where he's like you're unbelievably hot like i mean the dms were like there's no doubt that it's him in the dms it's like the check the verified okay, but, wait, ins- but was she hot though i mean because i always like to have these little details was she actually hot or was he like i don't think she would be hot by our standards like a millennial like gen x standard but like by a gen z standard yes i think she's like very pretty for like that generation for sure um but also she's like maybe 20 maybe oh she's super young now he's been with bahati since like 2000 like 13 2012 they met they have two kids together she's they just announced last week that she is pregnant with her third with the third baby so then this news he's, comes out. He's barely also 40, a son. 43 years old. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's so fucking weird So then to me, two, Okay. Today is Tuesday. We're recording this on Tuesday. So two days ago must have been like. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> no, you no know, it's not Men's Day. It's Men's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm fucked up. Once you come back from somewhere, you got to like try to get your life together. Mm-hmm. So on Monday, it's either Monday or Tuesday, he makes a statement or must have been Monday. He makes a statement and he's like, hey, I definitely crossed the line, but there was never any affair. At this point now, other people have come out and said, Mm-mm, you're a cheat. You're a cheater. Um, and he's like, we are committed to working on our marriage. Bahati has been silent. She said, you know what? I, I can't even get I'm working on gestating this baby. How about that? Truly. Uh, he's like, divorce is not an option for us. Divorce might not be an option for him, but it's sounding like divorce is an option for Miss Bahati. Bahati, um, is silent. Adam's got everything to say. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Isn't that always the case, though? When these absolutely fucking up, mm-hmm. when they be cheating, they want to speak for the whole marriage, and I'm like, Mm-mm, "What's yeah. your wife got to say?" Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So just mess. Um, I'm not really sure what's gonna happen. Um, in her TikTok video where she was talking about having this affair with him, she called Maroon Five Elevator music, and that hurt my feelings because I really liked the songs about Jane album, and I felt like it was really good. And then somewhere between like 2015 and it just kind of went down you know what it was it was the i'm at a payphone that's the song that took it downhill for me i think that was the album i think think they also did the super bowl when everybody else was saying no we're not going to do the super bowl they were like well we'll take that money Mm. but at that point their ship had already sailed in popularity for me as well because imagine my surprise when my aunt and I went to go see that and it, everybody was like 60. <laughs> she Maroon wasn't right. In the audience? It yeah. was it was giving 101.9 Light FM. Wow. Mm-hmm. One nobody so, yeah. there. Yeah, okay. she was so right. Elevator music. It was elevator. And that's it. That's the Cliff Notes version of their that drama. But it's been shaking, shaking the internet shook me the fuck I up. love how she called him elevator music but she still was like but I was down the club but I was so. smash I'm smashing right. <laughs> in 2005 that would have been so, a good look just so not I just want to make sure so mm-hmm. they have actually 
hooked up in real life. This is not just some, I'm sending inappropriate messages on social media. Like there is footage or whatever of them, of him like clapping them cheeks or what what the hell? There's no footage. footage, Maria. There's no <laughs> I mean, footage. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like them out at lunch or some shit. Who knows? There's you no don't have f- to do out at lunch to have a have an affair, baby girl. Well, well no, no, no. There are two allegedly, types of affairs. Allegedly, allegedly. Right. There are affairs of the heart, which are the I've never actually seen you in person, but I'm spilling out my fucking guts to you. And then there are physical affairs. I'm just trying to figure out which one this is. So she mm. says it's been physical. He says no, it hasn't. They both confirmed the text messages. I'm a little more inclined to believe her because really, if you're exposing the DMs, what else do you have to lose? You know what I mean? It would be different if you didn't have a leg to stand on. It's just your hearsay. But now you've exposed the DMs. So, I mean, I'm a little more inclined to believe her. And also, I'm pretty much always going to believe a woman when she says the man is a cheat. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm with, I stand with women. Sorry. (laughs) Not sorry. <laughs> sorry. And yes, yeah. the cheating on your pregnant wife for me. It's like, the naming all the time, baby. It's the naming the. It's the naming the unborn. I'm just saying. It's the naming the unborn baby after the mistress for me. Mm-hmm. And then, then when the other receipts came out, they said, "Oh, this is not the first time he's done that." Because mm-hmm. another another model was like, Mm-mm, "You said them same words to me," and pulled mm-hmm. out her receipts. And he was like, I've got a name. He was like, we, if we have another baby, we got to name the baby this name. And like, ew. <laughs> ew. <laughs> no original thought in his brain. Love no. that for him. Um. So yeah, that's my, that's my hot celeb tea. Jeez. Ooh, these people are messy. But y'all, y'all, y'all know what's even messier? The fucking heartbreak that comes when a show gets fucking cut off right when it was starting to starting to brew, starting to get where it needed. You can tell Maria's fired up because she did her like Italian hands. (laughs) (laughs) She is very angry in Italian. (laughs) You mean paper girls? Too fucking soon. soon. No, you know where I'm going because before we even get oh. Oh, yeah, I know. All right. Where is she going? I want to know where we're going. Where are we going? <laughs> we're going Strap to Miami. In. We're going, we to, Miami. going oh. to Miami. Oh no, the hotel. <laughs> we're going to yes. the hotel. No, with a little bakery. And no, the bakery. With the bakery. Yeah. No, no, no. Yes. It was both. It was the hotel. Oh, it was the hotel and the bakery. I didn't know and you I watched got... the Beauty and the Baker. I oh. told her. I told Jose about it, who then got Maria into it. And, and we then... were in it. We were having yeah. full-on conversations like these people were our family. Uh-huh. I quite enjoyed that were. show. It was so good. But it's like, especially Netflix, I think, is probably one of the biggest culprits of this. But, you know, some of these studios are really, really quick to, like, cut shows way before they they're prime. But then... They let some other shit stay on forever, make seven fucking spinoffs. Yes, CSI, I'm fucking talking about you. And some more shit. So I thought it would be a good idea like, well, today. I get into this? Well, CSI, no, that, technically CSI. that doesn't count anymore because there's no more CSIs on network TV. I think you're thinking well, of Law and plen- Order. And I'll have to go orders. in here and defend plenty, my King Dick Wolf against Ryan for uh, sure. 
plenty of Law and Orders, plenty of those Chicago shows. There's hey, fire and oh, water. Chicago and, shows what? are way too much. Avatar of Chicago. I don't. Know I'm just waiting for when Excuse Earth and then Captain Planet Chicago. At the I don't like that go. you guys Excuse are doing me, this. Sir. I don't like that. I didn't think that this is what today was going to be, and I didn't know I was going to have sir. to fucking defend what I watch on TV today. But that's fine. I'll be ready. Whatever. There's all those. Also, the 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 Texas ones where it's what is it? Lone Star. Marie uh, uh, Manera. That's you. Get him. Get him. I know y'all watch the one the one with Angela Bassett on it. We sure Excuse do. Me. We love a black one. What? You told me I was anti-black last week. Don't do that, right? (laughs) Don't do that. Now listen, listen, nine one one Lone Star. Now we can cut that pony. But nine one one, the original. Let's keep that train going. Remember when in the commercial they had that tidal wave coming up? Iconic, legendary. Ryan Murphy was in his bag. (laughs) Iconic, legendary. Look, y'all. Y'all are fucking ridiculous with your shows, but it goes to a larger issue, right? Which is what is that sweet spot? What is, what is, what is the point for a show that you feel like they've had just enough seasons and it's time for them to do like their swan song season and get the fuck out of here. Or like, when should it be cut? Right? Because I do think that there are some shows that deserve more than one season but don't need more than maybe one or two, maybe three. And then you got some shit that can go on like seven, eight seasons and you're still looking for more of it. But then they fuck up the final season and destroy your life. Um, so what? what looking is it? Looking at you, like, Game of Thrones. <laughs> looking right the fuck at you, all right? Um, so how long should you allow a show to find their footing? Like a brand new show... How many seasons should they actually get or how many episodes, whatever, before we're just like, yeah, now get that shit out of here? I'm saying two seasons, a good two. You, Yeah. I uh, Well, one, I give you three episodes to hook me. If you haven't gotten me hooked in three episodes, then fuck off and die ah, as a show. Three? Uh, Three. That's such a low. That's three. so low. No. No, because I'll give you a lot of shows have a real rough pilot. I've watched some shows where, like, the pilot, if it wasn't for the fact that the next episode was available right then and there, I would have said, fuck off. But sometimes, you you know, a lot of times with shows, especially, like, sitcoms and some dramatic shows, you make the pilot and then you don't get another episode. Like, they don't make the next episode for months because the show will get picked up. And then right. they'll, they'll tweak some things in between the pilot and the second episode. So I'll give you three episodes to, to make sure. Like, And if I'm not into it after three episodes, if you can't keep my attention, then I'm not coming back. I've done this and with this, some of the, the bigger shows. and This is American shows. This isn't British shows because British shows will only give you like three episodes. Yeah, that's the – and I've made this case before where like things like, you know, Top Boy – um, the first season. Here he goes. Three episodes. Here he goes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Four episodes. The first two seasons were only four episodes, and they put so much more story into those four episodes than we did in the later Netflix seasons, where they gave them ten episodes. Like the most recent two seasons are ten episodes apiece, and why some you, of them. Why do you always have to go to Top Boy though? Like why does well, you know uh, why he always has to go to Top Boy? You know how I I feel about British shows, and a lot of them are three episodes, six episodes. Yeah. It's rare that you get a British show that is more than than eight episodes, and even then, but they I have think to be that's... big shows like like Around the World in Eighty Days. I feel like that might also just be like 
the way that like British people write as opposed to the way that Americans write. They write way more concisely. They're like, hey, we're going to get you from fucking point A to point B in three episodes. And we're, we're not making this as if we're going to get another season. Because sometimes yeah. you try that, like Top Boy, the second season ends on a cliffhanger. And we had to wait right. almost 10 years to for, for that cliffhanger to be addressed. And it happens in American shows all the time. Hell, what do we what do we just watch? The fucking Paper Girls. Uh, it was stop, what Eric. eight episodes it's ends on a cliffhanger. Soon. Yeah, too fucking soon. It really is. Stop. I mean, I could. There's tons more examples of shows that we all loved that that end on a cliffhanger, and now we'll never know how they end. Well, okay. So I want to circle back to that, but like, I'm gonna give you a five, a tight, a tight five. Ooh, That's girl. how many episodes I'm gonna give you. No, like five, five is I, I like a nice round number. So I what go for is six. the question? Six. Like how many how, episodes? Like yeah. I don't understand. How <laughs> many episodes do you give a show before you're before you've noped out or you think that they should be cut? I'm pretty much like if I start watching you, I'm gonna commit to you solely because if I don't watch you, you will show up on my continue watching until the fucking <laughs> end of time. So basically, once I commit, like, once I watch your trailer or whatever, read your description, I'm pretty much in it. So like, it really there's, your there's first a way epi- now. Your first episode. Like, there's a way now on on Hulu and Netflix where you can remove it from your list. You don't even talk because your yeah, <laughs> continue your watching. Yeah. Now, wild. Hulu, but I no, know how I've, to remove those. Netflix, I don't know how to remove them. Hulu keeps this. trying to bring them back. It'll be like, hey, it really, uh, I fall you just watch this and episode. And it wants me to watch that million little things or whatever with James Ray. Yeah. And Hulu I'm like, stop that. it. I don't want to be over here. If I wanted to be over it's, here, I would be it's there. It's not they, good. They're trash They try people. that for me. And they oh, always that's try, your show? Uh, what is it, Good Trouble? For some reason, it always wants me to watch Good Trouble and they think uh, you like Tales of the women. American Housewife or some shit like that. They don't See, really know who know you are, are, Eric. Right. That's why. That's how I know either. They don't know who you are. Y'all be watching some fucked up shit. Because ordinarily, when they recommend things to me, it's stuff that I would actually consider watching. No, it, it just know- throws them on at random. Like, hey, you just watched The Bear. But, but why don't you what? watch, you know, this? But you know what I think it is, too? Also, I don't consume in mass the way that you guys do. So they're probably like, well, shit, you know, she watched something. So... We got to find more stuff like this because she actually cut it off for the first time in three weeks. They're trying to figure out Eric's algorithm. Like, Eric keeps them guessing. And they're like, well, yeah. then maybe this. And Eric's like, like, oh, no, you, I don't you like watched that. Like, oh, we don't know him. Uh, we don't know him. How about you watch these reruns of Home Improvement? Like, no, right. You want that? Off, you want that? Have, have you watched this chef's table pizza yet? Not yet. I saw the trailer the other the day. The dough thing? Ooh. No, no, no. no. It's uh, chef's table. Oh. There's a new chef's table that's just about pizza. Just about pizza. Oh. No. Yeah, Jay cut so that shit on last night, and I was—that's how I was like, "Bitch, are you really? Are, is this what we're really doing right now?" Hey, I, I left. Table. I was so angry. I, I went away. I didn't want to watch it because I knew he wasn't going to order me no fucking pizza. And at that, what was I going to get? Fucking paisanos and not this fucking mission star pizza You're like, on this show. But are we getting the pizza too? No. Right. Why are we? Watching? Oh no, we ordered Pizza Hut. I want that fucking. That pizza from that Japanese guy that quit his job and dedicated his life to exactly. making pizza. Literally, it's why I don't dough. like watching cooking shows because I'm like, what I have surrounding me is never going to be that good because everything in my neighborhood is a chain. 
<laughs> you don't you don't want to watch British Bake Off and then be like, oh, please you do. stupid asshole. I've never watched you're fucking, it. You're, you're custard split dummy. Meanwhile, you're sitting there eating fucking takeout dumplings. And you're like, oh, yeah, I could have done what? better than that. They should have what? me in the tent. Why are you talking dumplings? about my life like Trader Joe dumplings? <laughs> because I watched that episode the other day and I was like, you fucking idiot. You couldn't even make buttercream. So God. Right? Get out so of here. Dumb. He's fucking so dumb. He's so dumb. Look, uh, I'll uh, never go on that show. I mean, but here, here's the thing, though, kind of bringing it back. Like, this is the thing. If you have to think that most people will give it, let's say on the low end, two episodes, because there are some people that are like, I'll watch the first episode and then I'll give it one more. But the majority of people will probably give something at least half a season before they mm-hmm. nope out on it. And it's like, but it feels like the studios don't even give some of these shows a half. Well, a I, I feel like that's yeah. also a, a newer thing. Like, I don't like the, it. No, no, it's the availability of shows. Like mm-hmm. back in the day, you if you missed one or two episodes of something that you either you had to tell somebody to to hit record for you on the VCR back in the the eighties and nineties, like you you were dedicated to that show. But mm-hmm. nowadays, you can watch a show and the, the next two to three episodes will just keep on playing so you're more likely to stick with it if you can just watch those three episodes back to back to back and even Whereas taking if you gotta, the if you gotta come back out. next week and well, remember you know what, it though? yeah i yeah. disagree i think i think that part of the problem is the being able to watch them back to back to back and binge them because i think that when you've got stellar shows i'm talking about like the the creme de la creme when you've got fucking tiger king all right, where you watch two episodes and you just can't. <laughs> no, because that Bitch. really did get me on that first episode. You, it got you. you know what? The first fucking episode got you. But but all jokes aside, because Tiger King was just a train wreck. But when you really do have very well written scripted shows that you binge and they're just like the shows that are winning all the awards, everything else, and then you finish that experience, and then because the algorithm the the app wants you to keep just binging you go to binge something else you're gonna get that disappointment so much faster right whereas if you were watching a show that was episodic weekly and you had to wait till the next episode number one some there would have been time i guess for you to like process one versus the other and maybe make you anticipate it versus like that instant gratification of of having it right there because then you don't appreciate it right because if they're doing it um from the basis of well we we're gonna keep putting money in shows that people are streaming all of the time and that people are watching and i'm following this algorithm but there's only but so many hours in a week that i can afford to binge watch tv show b might be just as good as show a but I saw show A first, so that took up most of my time this week. I didn't get to finish show B, and then by the time I go back to it, they've canceled it because lots of people probably had that as their second choice or whatever, and it was actually a good show. So I, I really do believe that the way that streaming works is also part of the problem. I I kind of agree with both parts only because, okay, I'm a person who like won't watch cable, But I know the next day, for the most part, on most of the networks, I can watch that episode of whatever XYZ Mm -hmm. that aired the next day on Hulu. So I know tomorrow or whatever, tomorrow I can go watch the Bachelorette finale because I know Mm -hmm. it's on tonight or whatever. Or 
uh, a thing that I like to watch, I think, in real time was, mm, excuse me, This Is Us. But I knew Tuesday at 9 o'clock, This Is Us would come on. Wednesday by 5 a.m., I knew the next episode was airing on Hulu. But I did, it, there was that, like, you can't, I can't just click and go to the next episode. I'm waiting mm-hmm. week after week. And I mean, I mean, I watched it for five seasons. I started at the right. beginning. And I mean, they had me every single week. So I do, I do kind of agree. But I think that the excessive face. She loves a binge. I know. She she loves a binge. Now it depends on what it is for me. Like if I'm looking for reality, I absolutely want to just roll from one episode into another. Like I just started um, the Selling Sunset um, spinoff, Selling the OC. And um, I'm on like the fourth episode already. I think I started like two nights ago. But I know that I like to kind of keep rolling into things like that. But something where I'm like, like marvel where okay each week i'm waiting for a new episode of she hulk like okay like now i know i gotta like 6 a.m 6 a.m three o'clock in the morning or whatever i'll be ready for this next episode to show up and i'm gonna watch it see but i think too that the way that manira watches it makes sense why she likes a good binge because manira is the type that will watch everything but not actually watch it like she's doing stuff she's moving around it's almost like background music for her and she can keep track with it i can't watch tv like that like if i'm watching something i need to watch it like unless it's something that i don't give a shit about like you know if the cowboys are well no i do actually care because i want to see them lose but let's say it's like it's like a football game (laughs) with like with like the bears and the packers i don't give a shit about either of those teams right so if that's on it's I can move around and do other things and whatever. But like if it's a show, if I put a show on, I intend to watch the show. So I need to be sitting down to watch the show. So I don't have the time to say, and Lord knows, I don't know how people can work and watch TV at the same time. I can't do that. Um, I just ADHD. need it on as background. I need it on as a background. See, I can't. I, I can do that with like cooking shows or like reality shows. Those I can put on mm-hmm. in the background. But when it comes yeah. time to actually like pay attention like if it's a to story. my. Yeah. I need to be able to, and I can do little things, but any other time, like that's why I watch most of my TV here in the living room. Whereas if I'm working, I try not to open like Hulu or Netflix, unless it's something, you know, like I'll watch MasterChef and it'll be on in the background and I can just turn around and go, ha, you fucking idiot. That's not how you make that. And then turn back around to keep doing my work. That's how I consumed most of the documentaries that are on Netflix. While I'm doing work, I will have my headphones on I won't have to look at it because they're pretty much explaining to me what's going on. Mm -hmm. But if it's something that I have to look at, I can't do it while I'm working. Yeah. Yeah, Documentaries. I can do like that. Yeah. Yeah, See, what were we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Just the idea of how long they're giving these shows, right. To find their footing. And, and that was kind of the argument that I was making with Courtney about the fact that I think because of how the algorithm works and how, Netflix wants people to be like Manira, that just have it on 24 seven. And so if your show isn't getting those types of watches, like they don't let them breathe. And it, I, I feel like any show, unless it's just straight, like absolute trash, every show should get at least two seasons. But I don't I think like- any show should have more than 10. But then are we Do- are we limiting this to just shows that stream? Because I'm thinking about like regular network TV shows. Because no, those two. Those two. I think that 
I need four. I think most, I think, I, I here's the thing. The first season, you're probably building up to something. Second and third, you're probably like fleshing this out. Four seasons, your conclusion. To me, that's just kind of how I've always kind of seen it in my mind. Four is nice and even like beginning, middle, end. Three is a little, I think leaves a little too much like open-ended. I feel like four is a nice, a nice solid number for me. I feel because I want to fall in okay, love with so, your characters and stuff, and I need more time. I need to build I think it your depends relationship. On, on how many episodes are in that season. Like four seasons, I could see if you're doing six episodes a season, maximum ten. I don't know. I feel like Maria is right. You need a tight script, and you need to explain who these people are in yeah. that script. You can't be wordy. You can't be a wordy motherfucker. You've got to be tight with your writing and you've got to, you've got to explain up front, up close who these people are in those three seasons. And I think you can do it. It's it's done. You just can't have a flowery writer. Well, you also have to. Give me all the extra shit. (laughs) I don't mind it. It's just when you, when it comes to like, and I know you guys are going to hate me for it, but Grey's Anatomy. They've been on the air for what? Oh, tomato, tomato, potato. <laughs> no, do I'm that. with you, Eric. I, I That's do because not have y'all time. don't give Grey's a chance. Mm-hmm. Well, no, they have so many seasons, but it's not like it, if it was 20 seasons of six episodes, I could understand that. But they're like 22, 24 episodes. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And I'd be there every single week. Every episode is important. No fucking hospital no, is that interesting. Next. Yeah, that Remember when they had the fucking shooting in the hospital? Remember, yes. the Remember when they had the bomb? Bitch. Remember the bomb? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, that's what I'm saying. You become, atta- you become attached to these characters. You want the best for them. Okay, all of the people I started off Grey's Anatomy with are pretty much dead, except for oh, one. Except Two. for two, chief is it, it Mary still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the chief and Mary and, and, and Bailey and Bailey. So three people. And Bailey. I've got you three know the people. only the only type of show that that works on Doctor Who, and you know why? It's because they change the actor every couple of years. The whole story changes. There's new showrunners. It's not the same, and it is technically the continuation of a story. But like, you can jump in at any point. Okay, I don't need you to know what you, happened for you though. I don't even know what happened in season four okay. of Grey's Anatomy. To and guess what? Now. They literally never talk about the previous season. So if you wanted to jump in, you could. We you could. Pr- we pretend that the plane crash didn't even happen. We sure do. She's getting on a plane every five minutes. Mm-hmm. Listen, back and forth to see a that's, man. <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous. No <laughs> actual live hell. No cartoons like The Simpsons needs to go the fuck off the air. I said what I said. It should have gone off the air ten seasons ago. Easily, easily. Like here's the way thing: you guys it's... are also forgetting a massive like point to this argument is money. Disney has dumped so much money into those Fox properties; they're not just gonna let it go off the air. That is a money maker for them. They need to make their return on investment. Same. Oh with, no, like, no, you get it. And it should have gone off the air before. And they should have gone off be- uh, gone off the air before the whole Disney merge. Fucking Law and Order in the uh, eighty two uh, uh, variations uh, of that uh, show. Don't start. It's too fucking much. No, for you, for you maybe, but for would me, it be too, would it be considered <laughs> I live too there. much if you still had your things, or is it just too much because you don't, you no longer have your things? <laughs> Are you asking me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. 
so yeah, I wanted to know who the fuck killed that little white girl in the hotel. And I'm very angry that I didn't find out. All right. Cause that show was typical telenovela trash and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And we got what it was perfectly executed and they canceled it for what I don't know. Mm-hmm. That said, no, Money. I think, I think every story should have a logical beginning middle and end and i think that the problem that i have is that with the shows that get cut too early we get the beginning of the story we never get the end and then the shows that stay on forever well they're just the motherfucking never-ending story because it seems like there is no conclusion to the story Mm -hmm. so at its core if your story doesn't have a good a conclusion how is it a good story every story should have a beginning middle and end what is the end? Every season on an Law and Order SVU has a beginning, middle, and an end. There is an overall arch. What you're not going to do is speak bad on Jane Mansfield's daughter. I will <laughs> ride hard as fuck for Olivia Benson. That I truly, like, that is probably the only cable TV that I will sit down and watch. At 9 o'clock, I watch the Dick Wolf New York Saga. So I start with the regular Law oh & Order. God. Then we have Law & Order SVU. And then we have the organized crime. So I watch it all. See, okay. So, I feel okay. like this is one Courtney, of the things that HBO Courtney does just, well. Uh, yeah, say so Courtney just, uh, just loves some good old... Uh, uh, what is it? Propaganda. Uh, propaganda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a whole episode of uh, last week tonight, literally this last week about about propaganda. Yes, and it's got one of the girls who uh, was an ADA on the original Law and Order. I don't. It's just that because Dick Wolf also did like the does the Chicago series, so Chicago mm-hmm. PD, Chicago Fire, and Chicago Med. That why they never go off the fucking air? Yes, because Dick Wolf <laughs> yes. owns NBC. Dick Wolf owns yeah, NBC. There's there is no doubt about it, but. I those are my comfort shows. Ironically enough, the shows about crime, rape. Well, it also it, like <laughs> organized crime, heinous, <laughs> heinous law, crimes. law and order. <laughs> law and order is a serialized show, so much like Doctor Who, you can continue, you can swap out the cast because mm-hmm. there's always going to be crime. Because mm-hmm, we they, got Maca- rip... one of them, Mackay's is coming this season. I'm excited. Yeah, they they mm-hmm. do. You know where they're like, oh, rip from the headlines, and they basically make their I own adaptations. I don't think so. Maybe though. Oh. I'm excited for him. If so, I want him to get some work. I do love when they rip from the headlines. That Chris Brown Rihanna episode, I think about it all the time. I've never forgot. I am, I've never missed an episode ever. I've seen every single one, at least twice. It's like 28 seasons. My question um, is do you think if before we get a show canceled, they should be told and able to wrap up their show. Yes, yes absolutely. 100%. That is the least I think that they yeah. can do. The very least, because at this point I have now invested not only like my household Nielsen views into your show, but probably my money, my subscription to watch it on whatever streaming platform I'm watching it on to catch up on or whatever. My cable subscription that I'm fucking paying for to watch it live. That's the least you can do, because I've now, at this point, invested my money and time into your show. The least you can do is wrap up the fucking ending for me, instead of me having to go onto Tumblr and find some fake-ass fucking fan fiction so I can fucking live out my dream. Why don't they? Because they hate us. (laughs) No, I'm sure that's not it. Veronica Mars has entered the chat, baby. We had to fight hard for that one. I think I think it's it. I think it's literally just it, it is the money aspect. Like if they feel like they're not like the show is not going to take off. Well, no, I'm lying. 
I think that sometimes it's money. I think sometimes it's changes within the heads of studios. And so they're more down for certain things than other things, kind of mm. like what's happening at mm. HBO now. It, um, it's also just general buzz. The internet mm-hmm. has canceled more shows than anything. Um, mm-hmm. Hell, look at Cowboy Bebop. We all kind of enjoyed it, but the mm-hmm. bad buzz on the internet and like they got viewership, but the bad buzz got it canceled within what two weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was wild. What was the How show that, that we watched, Manera? First Kill. I enjoyed it. The people that yep. also watched it talked about it and enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. Yeah, there were so many places it could have gone, but it didn't make it past those that ten episode season one. Yeah. Yep. So at this point, I'll never know if the interracial Romeo and Juliet vampire hunter and vampire will ever make it. Well, it's, I think it's kind of it, that's I think so the thing too. with with streaming shows now, where if you don't have any buzz, especially Netflix is famous for it now. If you're not in their top ten for multiple days, you can consider your your chances of being renewed. Just but sometimes that isn't even enough because I looked mm-hmm. to make sure that First Kill was in the top ten and at was. least that first week, and then. It started going like, like down, 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 and then crickets. So like back at in some back point, in the day of traditional, yeah. See, back in the day of traditional ratings, if a show came on network TV, and within the first two episodes they were getting really shitty ratings, and no one was tuning in, depending, you know, based on no one gave a fuck about this show, or they put it in a death slot on Friday night, mm-hmm. you know, they would cancel it then. And you have no, like, your show might have been picked up for 10 episodes. Because back then they would do, like, you know, you get picked up for six episodes or 12 episodes. And then mm-hmm. if you're doing well, then they'll pick you up for a full, like, 20-season episode, which mm-hmm. is ha- it happens a lot with, like, sitcoms. Nowadays, if you're not, you know, if you're not, they're not feeling you within two to three episodes, they will cancel you silently. And you will only be able to hope that maybe one day your shit gets on a streaming platform where they post the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. That's Do yeah, you think just... that they... Do you think that they not don't understand like the whole streaming aspect of it? And so they're canceling things again before they let things breathe. I think or for, before they can actually get real data. I think for network shows, I think they're expecting streaming numbers and that's just simply impossible. Like it, you're just not going to get the result you want from a completely different media. Like, the way that people intake streaming TV shows and whatever is completely different than the way that someone takes in cable TV. Like, I live with my grandparents. The way that they consume media is completely different than the way that I would consume it. Um, And I think that there's an unrealistic expectation for network heads of, like, these major networks like ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, whatever. Um, And in comparison to, like, the big, like, juggernauts like Netflix, Hulu, whatever. It also depends on when it came out because I'm pretty sure people like your grandparents, I don't know if they they actively watched it, but like people who weren't on the streaming tip yet but still watched like network TV dedicated are people who saved things like Big Bang Theory and Family Guy and things like that. We literally talk about this once a week. My grandparents (laughs) watch that fucking Young Sheldon. They love this show. Mm -hmm. Love Big Bang Theory. I don't understand. They watch this show called Bob Loves Abishola. They are single-handedly... What's that man who made all the sitcoms? What is his name? He's like... Chuck Lorre. Yes. They love him. I think Chuck Lorre... He's the sitcom Dick Wolf. I, (laughs) I truly think that if Mr. Chuck came down here and said, you know what, we're going to turn this into a show, they would love it. 
they would love it. Basically, anything that he does, they're they're there. But I think that they are looking for numbers like what I would do or what you guys would do, like when we're streaming something, and it's just simply not the case. I just think that there is an unrealistic expectation there. And so, not gonna lie, I would watch that show. If it was Courtney and her grandparents, <laughs> and they all live together, and then like your sister would be the wild and zany character that comes busting in the door, like, "Hey guys," she would be the Kramer of your show. I don't know that I want a Kramer in I'd the watch show. That show. You don't want I it, but watch this show. you always have a yeah. show, right? You always, yeah, have we're a all into it. Uh huh. What would we Kayla, call it? Kayla would, is it would Kramer. be like Court, Courtney's it. house or Courtney's place. I like Courtney's place. Yeah. Oh God! Or a court court in the Gramps. Oh my God! <laughs> Not court court in the Gramps. We'll have a whole episode about our shared birthday. Call us, us Chuck Lorre. They'll, they'll start playing <laughs> right? that soft music when we finally come to an agreement together. But like it's, over your strawberry shortcake, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have a split. We'll have like a very special episode where you have to explain to your grandparents how to not fall for like Trumpism. Internet you, scams. You find out, yeah, you find out that they're watching like YouTube videos and falling down that rabbit hole. Well, only like, one no, of them. Grandma. You save grandpa and grandma. Yeah. <laughs> save grandma and grandpa before they get radicalized by QAnon. Um, well, fortunately for them, only one of them knows how to use the internet. So, and if, I, I'm still, I would the watch one. this show. Yep. <laughs> please don't feed into that um but yes and it, I, it would immediately get 10 seasons a 10 season order from nbc it probably would because they were like Courtney, what we're, we're hitting so many in. yeah we're hitting so many so many uh groups we got black people we got old people we got sitcom lovers <laughs> we got it all call Courtney us chuck Lorre. we'll work out the details right. y'all are fucking ridiculous chuck Lorre is Look. not calling us he's trying to figure out how to make another sitcom that's not courtney I just, I think that as, as unhappy as I am with them right now, HBO has generally had it right for me over the last 15 years. Sans Game of Thrones, okay? Because we're not going to. You're just going to pretend that that one doesn't exist? We're going to pretend. I'm just about to poke a hole right in your fucking argument. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> we're going to pretend that that one doesn't exist. Because like, that's, listen, that's not on HBO. Six, and that was on HBO. That was on the yeah, showrunners. Yeah, that, that's on the creative. Yeah. Yeah, but when you look at their uh, the history of the shows that they've done, and we're talking about all types of shows, dramas, some comedies, they do a good job of hitting that five, like that. Well, actually, like that four to six season sweet spot for the life of their shows. Very few of their shows really go beyond that, especially if they're scripted. Well, and, they also used to let their shows breathe a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Like almost everything got a second season. Mm-hmm. Right, because you can even see it now in House of Dragon. The pacing is so weird on this show, and it's because they're Adam, trying to make sure. Do you please guys? They're trying show. to make sure they get a second season. Listen, I like it, but the pacing, especially in the first episode, like you had all this stuff going on, and the pace was so fast. I didn't give a fuck about any of these people. So who cares what's going on? Like you, they didn't have it. Didn't have that same effect that that first couple of episodes of the original show had. That said, the original show was guaranteed, I think, three seasons off the break, whereas House of the Dragon has not been guaranteed a second season yet. I mean, it's already been renewed because the first episode got like 10 million viewers. Right, but when they were filming it, it's not like they went into the first season knowing that they had the second season. They didn't get yeah. the second season until it actually aired, which is why, the, in my opinion, the pacing is where it is. And they're trying to like 
rushed through in this first season because they didn't know if they were going to get a second one. Now they know. Well, not just that. No, once. the pacing for House of... I will say the pacing for House of Dragon is weird because they're all accounts. They're not actual, like, mm-hmm. factual. They are mm-hmm. accounts from different people. So they are trying to piece together different accounts as they are happening and actual things instead of, like the way that we just put together that um, Adam Levine story. That right. is what House of the Deva- Dragon That's how the is. book is, right? Correct. So that's why the pacing is so jarring because we're only do like we're trying to put together an actual story out of whispers and hearsay, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yep. Well, they also need to get to the thing where like once a show is a hit and you're guaranteed for another season, the showrunners need to know when to end it. Yes. Like a prime example of going out on your own terms and going out in probably the most satisfying ending I've seen in the last 10 years, The Good Place. The Good Place was four seasons. Like it was four seasons. And just when it started to get a little overly zany and you were like, where is this going to go and how is this going to end? They ended up wrapping everything up so perfectly that, you know, I still think about it to this day. And I'll go back yeah. and I'll watch episodes from time to time because it was just perfectly done and it ended on such a high note that like you're happy that it ended. You're sad that it's gone, but you're happy that it ended and it ended in a way that is, you know, satisfying as a viewer. That's my when a I lot need of shows a don't good cry. Like if I'm like backed mm-hmm. up on tears, that's mm-hmm. I watched the finale episode. I'm like, I need yep. to get the tears out. And I did it this, see when I hear someone say take it sleazy, I still like get a little I get a little scumbag tear. I'm like, yeah, take it sleazy. It makes me feel like they from the beginning of them writing their script always knew where they were going to end. Yeah. And it feels like a lot of these shows don't do that. But see, but well, I feel like that's the problem be because a yeah. lot of times the ones that do know don't get the opportunity to get to the end. And then to yeah. your point, the ones that have no idea how they want to fucking end it are on the air forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could always just go the Dan Harmon route, uh, Dan Harmon of Community and um, and Rick and Morty, where he mentioned that on the first few seasons of Community, he literally every season he had an end written. So, like, if for some other reason they got canceled mid-season, he would be able to write the uh, full ending to this. And unfortunately, they did get canceled a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And they get brought back. And then when they did get brought back again for the final time on Yahoo TV, it was Yahoo's problem. And their whole TV uh, division broke down. So we did get our six seasons. And now they're talking about finally getting the movie, which was a, an inside joke from the show about six seasons in a movie. But, like, um, there's a couple of seasons where the season ended and they ended as if the show is over. It feels like final. you could, you could, yeah, you <laughs> could completely like, you'd be like, Oh, okay, well that's the end of the show. And we're not coming back. Um, there's another show that recently did this where they wrote it as like the final episode and it's going to come to me later, but like, it was like, Oh, okay. That, that seems very final. And then you find out later they're like, Oh, okay. They've been renewed. So, I mean, you could pick up from here, but you don't really need to, Listen. you could have just like been done. Five and done. That's that's where I'm at. I don't feel like any show should have more than five seasons. Five again. That goes down to tell a, if, if tell your a show good, is well. I'm talking about five full seasons. Like I'm not talking about like five seasons of a four episode season. I'm talking about yeah. like if five ten, ten episode seasons. Yep. If you can't get your whole story done in fifty episodes, your, your story not good. your storytelling is bad. Yep. That's you're I too busy that. trying to set up other things for other you know other seasons and other spinoffs. Can I ask? What do you all think about us 
show being canceled and then being brought to another streaming service and doing really well. What must the people that canceled it think? So remember when I was saying earlier that some of it is money and some of it is you'll get the people behind the scenes that just don't support certain things. Mm -hmm. I feel like in a lot of those instances, it's especially when they're not expensive shows to make. I think it's somebody behind the scenes for whatever reason didn't feel like that show hit their demographic or whatever the fuck. And then they look stupid as shit when another service picks it up and it does really well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure somebody got fired at Fox for canceling both Futurama and Family Guy and then both of them doing ridiculously well in the aftermarket Mm -hmm. of like, again, this was also in like 2003 when DVD sales were still a thing. Where did they go? Um, Yeah. TBS? well, uh, Family Guy stayed on Fox. Um, American Dad, they didn't get canceled. They just got moved from Fox to TBS. Mm-hmm. But they never got canceled. Family Guy got canceled in 2003. And for like four years, the DVD sales blew up like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And people were like, why did this get canceled after like two seasons? Bring it back. It's great. And now Family Guy is still on the air to this day and yep. still doing crazy ratings. Same thing with Futurama. And Futurama came back knew when to end but apparently they're also coming back again so maybe they didn't take the hint or maybe somebody just pulled up a truckload of money to mac running's house well i would be excited i think it's the latter i like futurama no i love futurama but it's one of those things like the simpsons where they should have taken the cue a long time ago to end yeah i mean listen it's the same thing i love rick and morty i'm so excited about where this season is already going I don't want 20 more seasons of Rick and Morty. I feel like it defeats the point. Like there are, there's definitely a story behind the story and let's wrap Is that it? up and be done with it. Yeah. From time to time. But also <laughs> like Dan Harmon also from, from community has mentioned that like he can wrap it up when he wants. You also have spinoff shows. Well, technically not spinoff shows like um, Solar Opposites, which isn't written by Dan Harmon. It's written by Justin Roiland, who is the other. But it is hilarious. Guy. It is, yeah, it is very much like Family Guy and American Dad, where, like, they're two different types of humor, but it's the same creative team, most of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, even with Rick and Morty, like, at first they took a long time between seasons. Like, it would be two to three years between seasons, and now it's like, you know, we got to crank this out for next year. I like it when they take their time. I don't need Mm -hmm. it to be back the next year, and I don't care how much corporate pressure is behind, like, and how much money is behind you guys making another season within 12 months. I mean, like, maybe. Take your time. I, you, I think you're right, Eric, but also you probably just feel that way because you haven't done a Die Hard today. So maybe you just need to go do a Die Hard and you will feel differently. Get out of here. I don't know what this means. I'm doing a Die Hard 3. I keep trying to like get into that and I think like, okay, that's a great example of a show that I tried and I just like cannot and it keeps looking at me on HBO like, don't you want to finish it? And I'm like... And don't and don't let it or anyone pressure you into doing it. Like, you know what you like and if it's if you tried it and you did, you know, the, the obligatory no thank you two to three episodes and you weren't feeling it, you weren't feeling it and that's okay. I just I thought you were gonna talk about Manifest, Courtney. That's, That's my bread I, I and fucking butter. <laughs> so Manifest was on NBC. I watched it for like three seasons. So it started off like my whole family was watching it. And we at the time all lived in different households. So we would all watch it together. And then on the next day we would all get on a conference call and talk about the episode. It was very fun for us. Aww. We very much liked it. 
Then one by one, everybody started falling off except for Courtney. Courtney was like the only one holding on in our family chat, to, like to the show. So we get to the a season three. It kinda it felt like nobody was talking about it. I don't actually know what slot it was on because I would watch it on Hulu the next day because we didn't have cable at the house I was living in at the time. Oh my god! Excuse me. And then they were like, sorry, season three canceled. Leaves off on a cliffhanger. So at this point, they were like, petition. Petition time, baby. And it was petition time. And I signed so many petitions. Netflix ended up picking it back up for a fourth and final season. So now they get to end it out on their own terms. I hope we wrap it the fuck up. And I hope that it is satisfying to me. Because at this point, I have now, I'm in your family. I care about you and your fucking kids and your fucking wife. Like, I care about you, Mr. Jennifer Goodwin. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of knowing when to wrap it up on that note, <laughs> before we get into production news, guys, we have to give a super big thank you to one of our favorite fans, Elle, for sending this topic in. Because uh, it's something that we've, I think, all bitched about in different conversations and never really thought about talking about on on the show because i think that this is a problem that everybody has everybody has a show that they think has run on too fucking long and everybody has a show that they or multiple shows like some of us that got canceled for no good goddamn reason Mm. you you know a network that like they they don't they don't know how to make up their mind fucking tnt Mm -hmm. they'll do like 12 seasons of claws and then there'll Uh, be like one that's anti-black if you uh, talk about claws in a no, I, I mean claws, we all claws we all know that claws too long. Yeah, claws went on way longer than it should have. After but they'll, they'll do a bunch Death of seasons. Was never the same. I'm still working on that final season too. Yeah, they'll do a bunch of seasons of another show that no one really gave a shit about. AMC like, is kind of the same way. Better Call Saul didn't need to be six seasons. You know what show I watched on TNT and I felt like it never did it for me, but I understood. I wanted to like it. It was some show and it was about a family. It was a mother and her two sons and they were like bad. I couldn't really remember the Animal, Animal Kingdom. Kingdom. Yes, and I wanted it, to like I think it. That's just still went on the air. air. I, no, no, they just... They, Did they just end it? Yeah, they just ended it. Okay. I really wanted to like it, but it just never clicked for me. And I think that that had a lot of seasons too. But I never really heard anybody talk about it. So I just thought it was kind yeah. of weird. I think it might have also been that it wasn't for our circle. No. Because a lot of the times it's not. You, you definitely got a bit too. There's too much melanin yeah. in this this chat group too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I watched Sons bit. of Anarchy, Sodom and Era. Sons of Anarchy yeah. ended when it should have. And yeah. even then it was maybe one season too long. Because you know, once they started like killing out the main, too, yeah, because they they also they were like, hey, we have some Latino and black people in our show, mm-hmm. so maybe you guys watch it. And we were like, okay, yeah, we'll give it a shot. We all like Charlie Hunnam and mm-hmm. Ron Perlman mm-hmm. and Katie Siegel. Mm. All right, guys. Well, we're not gonna have nobody say that we don't know when to wrap it up, so we're gonna wrap this up right now. I'm sure anyone who listened to last week's episode oh, was like, "Yeah, oof. you guys should really wrap that shit up." Yeah, y'all are just going, going, going. Uh, but if you listen to the whole do, thing, we thank you. Right, thank you, <laughs> Manir. Do we have any uh, grab bags before I get into some production news? No, but you can you can send us a letter or something on Instagram yes, or Twitter please. and let us know if you're a PSL gang or your 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 site gang gang. Ordered my shirt today. Yeah, if you're if you're Cider Squad or PSL gang. Cider Squad, indeed. Thank you very much. Cider PS- Squad doesn't PSL gang. It's doesn't a very basic, very basic almond bag. milk or 
fucking oat milk creamers for their coffee and we do so no, yeah i don't i don't i don't need any of i that introduced the cider is all i need babes i introduced my son's girlfriend to psls for the first time and i changed why you make life. them basic why you make them basic <laughs> i changed your life well look, look i changed your life with that but then i told her to try you know the the bad bitch drink that courtney put mm-hmm. me on to so that's next mm-hmm. how did they not have a psl are they amish no, she just drank. She always would just get caramel capia, uh, macchiatos. She just never had a PSL before. I've never had a caramel yeah. macchiato. And it, I've Me had either. A, I've had a pumpkin spice latte, but apparently I don't remember it. It must not have like impacted me. I see it every year on that like Facebook thing where it tells you about your past status. Okay. Is it so different? Here's the thing. I, I think that they did change it a bit, but also now that I know how many pumps they put in it, I need to pump down because I don't, I, I like my teeth, but I know y'all <laughs> should. Oh, I don't care. She'd be pumping right. up. Too much right. sugar and that's what I was gonna say. And I was going to say, you got, you would probably need to get it and then pump up maybe one or two more pumps. And then of you'll what? Pump it up. Of the pumpkin. Okay. I didn't know it, if I'm adding in like vanilla or something. Wouldn't you okay. No, 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 no. Text, no, you text me separately and tell me how you get yours and then I'll adjust accordingly. She said send her. Send her the, the secrets she needs. To yeah. Know. Meanwhile, yeah, yeah, yeah. meanwhile, the chai is the chai is right there. Like, I mean, you know, you know right where I live. Chai's you know where I live. Okay, hold on. I know where you live, ladies. Shut up, shut ladies. up, shut up. The real gang, dirty chai spice latte. Ooh, he is not lying. No, you are not, lying. not that lying. lying. That is delicious. Yeah, you get it with that espresso shot in there, or two if you're feeling spicy. All right, now I want fucking Starbucks, <laughs> and you know they're about to close anyway, guys. Listen. Want to give you a little bit of production news. We're really back in full swing. Uh, on Cup and Saucer, Courtney's going to be providing a one and done with her coverage of Netflix's Persuasion. Imperial Dispatch is finally back and or dropped today. And we're going to be covering all three of the first episodes later in this week. So keep an eye out for that. Um, Heroes and of the MCU. Good, Shut up. I haven't watched them yet. Neither has um, he. <laughs> I watched the first two episodes. I only Wait, stopped to record this. He said one and a half. Oh, uh-huh, he did. So, yeah. So, when, so y'all already know when Eric was quiet, it's because he was watching Andor and not fucking with us. All right, dog. Um, on Heroes of the MCU, we're going to be recapping episodes five and six when six drops. I mean, we love the show. We've already covered one through four. We felt like episode five was great, but it could use an assist. Well, they're the very episode. short episodes, too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. And then last but certainly not least, next week we are going to be uh, covering, what is it? Don't worry, don't worry, darling. Uh-uh. Get, the, get the title. <laughs> get the title right. What is the title? Don't worry, darling. Don't worry, it's, darling. It's don't I worry. did. We're, we're going to be covering the film and a lot of the, and the uh, controversies yes. behind it. And yeah. the mess. The I'm mess. so excited. That's the film. I'm Listen, so excited. And and although the title is Don't Worry, Darling, we are definitely worried. Worry, darling. <laughs> worry, darling, because there's some shit going on. So oh. we're going to go. Actually, it's going to be a good time because we're all going to go together to see it. And then we will bring you our thoughts. And if this drama behind the behind the scenes of the making of the film hurt the film in any way. So if you're checking it out or if you want to talk about any of this other stuff that we're going to be doing, please make sure that you write in because we love to hear your thoughts. You can do that by sending us an email to concentratedpodcast at gmail.com. You can drop us a message on our Facebook page, which is Concentrated Podcast, or you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. Our handle on both is at Concentrated Pod. 
So guys, that is it. Hold on to the shows you love dear because networks be cut. Mm-hmm. Chop, chop. Truly. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, with that, we will talk to you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Peace. Bye.